Good after morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to twitch.tv forward slash Uploads. My name is Graham D, and I'm joined by, well, we Grogu and a chicken because Bibby's on paternity leave. So not Bibby, not Bibby today. Although he is in the chat representing this, what you like to see. Hey, hey. Welcome in to twitch.tv forward slash Uploads. My name is Graham D, and this is the UK's number one video game podcast. But before we, before we do any of that, before we get into any of that, let me just say welcome in, you beautiful people. If you don't know what this is, this is the scoop. Uh, so if you're with us live on Twitch, hey. If you're watching this on demand, hey. If you're listening to this on demand, also, you probably guessed, hey. Do you know, I, we appreciate you all coming back for, I don't know, what feels like the 27th year, but also the first or second week at the same time. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But how are you all doing? Uh, Koza says, hey, man. Uh, welcome in, dude. Uh, I'm Thomas Adam X. Got no account. Don't know if you remember me. The name is familiar. The name is familiar. Uh, but welcome in, dude. Welcome in. How can we change your name? How did you, you didn't get banned somewhere, did you? Did you? Good. Welcome in, dude. How are you doing? How are we doing? If you're in the chat, please do feel free to get involved. If you don't know, as mentioned, my name is Graham Day, uh, and I'm usually joined by Bibby, and this would be uh, the Scoop, the UK's number one video games podcast, if we do say so ourselves. This is the first Scoop of 2022 for the next hour or six. It's probably going to be over an hour uh, because it's the first show in weeks. Uh, over that time, though, we will give you, or I will give you my thoughts and my impressions on the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories from the world of video games. And I do that not quite every day. No, it usually is a case of we go live each and every single weekday at 10 a.m. ish on Twitch. However, we aren't going live every day, uh, not through January. Not until Bibby's back. We will be going live every Monday, every Wednesday, and every Friday. So Tuesdays and Thursdays, when I'm in the office, when I'm in the studio, it's just too much uh, of a deal for one person to do it. So when I'm in my own setup can, and, and I can run it all automated stuff, it's, it's fine. So we'll have three scoops a week for the next four weeks-ish, uh, and then we'll go back to a full schedule. So you can join us every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 10 a.m.-ish uh, for our thoughts and impressions on those biggest, best, and breaking stories. And if you're in the chat, it's important that you do get involved. I can see a lot of people are already doing that, so thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's important that you do get involved over the next hour or so because we are live on Twitch right now, but this live stream gets turned into a podcast, a video on YouTube, and an audio podcast on iTunes, and Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play. There is lots of places where people watch and listen to this show on demand. Over 105,000 people. It's probably more like over 110,000 people at this point time but we haven't crunched the numbers so we're not going to say that we'll just stick with 105,000 people which is a lot of people anyway over 105,000 people have watched and listened to this show on demand so please do feel free to get involved on their behalf before we go into the show before we start to catch up before we start to speak about how we're all doing let me give you the reminder. Today is Loot Drop Monday. Uh, I've just put the asset out a little bit later than build, uh, but uh, we will be giving away a video game of your choice. Is there a game that came out over Christmas? Is there something that came out last year that you would like to play, but you haven't spent the money on? Maybe there's something that's that's on the PC, but you can't play it because you just, you know, you've got Game Pass, and why would I spend games... On, uh, money on games on the PC when I've got Game Pass. Oh, uh, whatever it is, let us know what game you would like. If you are the winner, you could bag yourself a free game today. All you need to do is be a sub. So if you're already a sub and you're going to be a sub at three o'clock this afternoon, don't worry about it. You're in. You're in. You're in. You're in. Uh, if you're thinking about subbing, 
get involved. If you've got a free Prime, drop it on the channel. That's all you need to do. Once you're a sub, we will announce it on stream and we will announce it in the Discord. The only catch, and it's not even really a catch, it's just due diligence, is you need to be in the Discord to claim the prize. That's where we'll do the comms, uh, sharing the information off you. If you're not in the Discord, you're not part of the community. If you're not part of the community, then, well, we, we do taking community prizes away from the community. Goddamn. I mean, if, if you're not a Discord person, you can jump in, get your prize and jump back out again, and then jump back in again when you win the next time. Nice. All you need to do is be a sub today, uh, and you will bag yourself a game of your choice. Nice. Nijio. Hello there to you too. Welcome in. Welcome in. Let me jump back up. Uh... Uh, Magic's in the chat. Good morning, Mike. How we doing, dude? Hey, Barton Wilson. Oh, I love. Oh, I darling. How you doing, love? Uh, I Lotus UK with the DMR spray with the 6X on. You better walk away. I Lotus. Mess with Lotus UK. I Lotus UK. If you don't know what that means, then it's fine. Uh, Ugman. Hey. How's things, dude? Welcome in. Welcome in. Uh, the Shout out to Lotus. Nice. Nice. If you want to know what these noises are, by the way, if you uh, hang around the stream long enough, you jump in some games with us, you support the stream, then maybe you could get your own little little audio bit going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, bib first. Yeah, of course you are, Bib. <laughs> Who was it that did that before Christmas? First? And it was like seven people. <laughs> before, no, 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 not quite. Uh, Tito with the ironic ratio, which I do I do get it. It was ironic, but it was still ratio. So Tito, can you just ban Tito, please? Thank you very much. Just nice, nice. Um... Uh, no, Bibbin, it all falls apart. We know who the Scoop MVP is. Yeah, exactly, it's Bib. I just, I just... I just make it look like I do stuff. <laughs> I've never said otherwise. <laughs> uh, yeah, three of the scoopers go. Uh, I've started my own stream, so I did a full re uh, full rebrand. Ah, nice, nice. Um, uh, I used to play Saturday League for AFC Stockport. <laughs> AFC Stockport used to play around baby. He was like, he was like the unit. Um, I would hold that voucher for end of Feb, personally. Uh, what's happening in the Feb? What's that? What's 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 happening in the Feb? When it, when I win it, can I have Marvel Midnight Suns? Well, you could have done, but Mister T doesn't work there anymore. So that game could bugger it now, my jacket. But it looks good. It looks decent. But if but if you do, then then yes, yeah, boss. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Um. Uh. I think you'll find it's Ted Nort. Sorry, sorry, Ted Nort. It is Ted Nort. It did say Tito twenty five for those that came in before Christmas. He rebranded, got rid of the twenty five, and now it says T zero. Ted Nort. So, yeah, there you go. Um, I've said it before. Graham's skin wouldn't even graft. Don't need to meet. Get get, get, get yourself a bib. Get yourself a bib. Do it for your ass bones. <laughs> All the games in Feb. I did actually see an asset yesterday. Uh, Vern, good morning, you beautiful gentleman. How the devil are you doing? Good good day, sir. Thank you very much for the uh, for the host. Vern is very is a very classy man, by the way, because there was there was... At least two things in the last, like, it might have even been the last two days that he's posted about. And I'm like, yep, 100% agree. One of them was he's after a, a mic arm. Uh, and we've been um, awaiting our Elgato low profiles at some point in the future. Soon. Soon, hopefully. Um, so Vern's getting a low profile arm. Nice. But also, it's not just low profile arms. See this? 
white radiator. Gah, white radiators. He's after some snazzy grey stuff, and we've, we've started getting those in the house as well. So, so basically, he's a classy bloke. So great minds, great minds, great minds. You like to see it. Callum, I'll read. Good afternoon. Good after morning, sir. Good after morning. I'll read. Uh... <laughs> you calling G a goth bike sniffer? <laughs> it's Nietzsche. He's calling everyone a goth bike sniffer. Uh, nice to have you back. Nice to be back. Have you ever seen a goth eat an orange? No, me neither. <laughs> uh, Vernie's a bit fancy. He knows. He knows his shit. He knows how to make stuff look good. Uh, <laughs> that's that's actually. Do you know what? Um, uh, still torn between the high and low radiators, to be honest. And then Vern has responded with, and you guys can't see it because it's been held in the chat. But Vern has said, "Death to white radiators." But it's nice to see uh, Twitch's um, auto modding actually working because it's flagged up death to white. So it's 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 not it's not funny, but it's nice to see it in the context. It's like fuck, that went a bit extreme. He was talking about radiators. Calm down. So we'll allow that uh, for now. Uh, do you know actually? Yeah, we'll, we'll allow it for now. But then should should yeah, we'll, maybe not, maybe not. We'll see. Uh, but yes, death death to death to the white radiator. Get out of here. We've we've got a low one in the hallway, and we've got a tall one in the kitchen. Uh, if you've got a big room, get a tall one. If you've got that's that's it yeah big big room tall one because they they don't i don't think they for want of a better word diffuse heat is good anyway enough enough about radio talk if your room's big get a big one if it's not it's all right mate yeah nice 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 i like the aesthetic of a smaller one though if, if i was going to replace that it'd be a small one yeah how are we all doing though? Do you all have a good Christmas? Do you all have a good New Year? I'm, I'm assuming I've spoken to a few. We've had a couple of uh, PUBG streams because of, obviously PUBG streams, you can just turn on the console, turn on the stream and just play. Whereas when we do the scoop, it's a little bit different. We record the video before we go live. We draft up all of the stories that we want to put together, put those into uh, a document that I would usually share with Bib, but that document is then used to put our content out when it comes to the podcasts and the uh, the YouTube video and stuff later on. Anyway, there's a lot of admin stuff that goes around it. Not, not tons, but enough to make it a little bit difficult. So that's the reason why the scoop has refrained until today. As well as today, don't forget, as mentioned, I think I've mentioned, I've mentioned already, don't forget to get involved with the loot drop. If you're going to be a sub, make sure you drop your prime if you've got one or your your whatever tier one two three if you get a gifted sub today you, well you're in the money basically because you're in with a chance of winning uh, a game of your choice nice nice okay so we have a bunch of stories today I'm, I'm i would i would usually like to sit and talk for a little bit uh we don't have any bib and we got to sit and talk on Saturday's stream if you didn't see Saturday's stream you can watch it back on demand we did um have a little bit of a chat before the show, and we got to see exclusively for the first time ever on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads, wee baby baby. So we got to see a little baby baby for the first time. Yeah! The Prime shout out worked. Nice, nice. And the Prime audio alert too. Bearded Edge celebrates his Twitch baby. Nine months subscribed to the channel. Thank you very much, Callum. All right, man, Peach. Yeah, love. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love. Um, but yeah, speaking about man peaches and babies, we got to see Wee Baby Baby on, on on Saturday for the first time ever. We had a little bit of a catch-up then, so we don't need to do too much of a catch-up now. And it's probably better off if we don't, because I have a shitload of news. And when I say I have a shitload of news, I have cut out tons of the news um, and have 
completely left out loads. So if there's anything that's happened over the next two or three weeks that you want to speak about, we will see if we can add that into a little bit of a roundtable discussion at the end. Uh, for now, though, we have a bunch of stories kicking off with the fact that Sony is due to host a pretty big state of play in February, according to multiple insiders. That is an article on The Gamer written by Vaspan Dastur. Uh, so that's what we'll kick things off with. After the, uh, the Sony state of play conversation, we'll have a little bit of a recap for something that happened last week, uh, and that is that E3 is not having an in-person event this year for the third year in a row. We then jump into the fact that multiple high-profile FIFA Ultimate Team traders were hacked in the same week. Uh, that was shared in our Discord, I believe, by Lake. We then jump into the fact that Dying Light 2 has over, uh, will take at least, should I say, 500 hours to complete. Fortnite is getting a bunch of new characters, including the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and one for Ads Plays, if he's in the chat. Don't tell Ads if he's not. It might, might upset him a little bit. But analysts predict that Nintendo will skip the Switch Pro for 2024 successor. So Ads has been saying for about two years, he's been saying March 2023, I think he said, is when the Switch Pro will will land. Oh, I'm, I'm, what was it, March this year? Oh, no, no, I think he might have said it might get announced in March this year, uh, the Switch Pro. Anyway, the rumours now are that it's, it's not going to happen at all. Uh, it's going to get skipped for something else. And then after that, just a little bit of a, a recap of what happened at CES 2022 last week. There was tons of stuff announced. I've just picked out three of the top bits that might be relevant to us as gamers. If there's anything else that's not covered on any of those articles, do feel free to drop it in to the stream and we can discuss. Duxer, thank you very much for the follow. How are you doing? Welcome into the stream. Happy new year it's, i hate to say that the 10th of january but it's our first scoop of the year so happy new year yeah say it with some commitment say it with your chest um but for now we'll start jumping into the stories so the biggest story of the day and 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 to be fair you could pick quite a lot of these stories as the biggest doctor steve frosty yeah thank you very much for your three months in a row subscribe to the channel thank you very much dude and welcome back uh, you will be included in today's giveaway obviously all subscribers are included in the loot drop by default now you just have to join the discord to claim your prizes that will be drawn this afternoon so now you're a sub you're definitely in uh what's the prize this month please this month um because we were uh man down how to resources and stuff this month's prize is a game of your choice obviously within reason um it is a community giveaway so we're not going to give you your 500 pound editions or your 75 grand edition of saints row 3 or whatever they did way back when so you want a new game we got you homie so yeah yeah yeah. how do i join discord uh exclamation mark discord boom so yeah there you go exclamation mark discord that will uh allow you to jump into the discord you want i mean you don't need to join the discord you by all means welcome into the discord jump in if you, if you want to jump in and, um, and chat to us all in there you can do you absolutely can do um you don't need to though we're not going to force people to join if they don't want to we want people to be in the discord so they will be a part of the community because these are community giveaways we want to give back to you guys for supporting our channel so that's what this is about so if anyone Anyone subs, they get entered into our community giveaway every month. So you have to join the Discord to get the prize. You can leave the Discord afterwards if you want. It's, it's not really the spirit that we're going for, but it's, it's up to you. It's up to you. Uh, I can't game anymore, so not good for me. Sorry, says Tazebad. Boo. 
just get it and give it to uh, give it to the one of family uh, one uh, to one of the fan, uh, family members. My God, this is going to be a long show if I can't even say give it to one of the family members at the start. Uh, thanks a million, man. You are welcome. You're welcome. Ugman, drop in a lurk. Nice. Enjoy the lurk. Enjoy the lurk. Okay, um, let me jump in to the first story of the day. I'll bring this one up on the screen. Let's get rid of the discussing now. Uh, this is written by Vaspan Dasto at The Gamer. It says, Sony to host a pretty big state of play in February, according to multiple insiders. The timing suggests that the showcase will focus on the PlayStation VR 2. So I'm going to stop. One of the things that I have on one of my different lists, you know, I'm going to... I'm, I'm kind of feeling we're going to be short on time. So let me just stop before we jump into that. CES happened last week. That's the Consumer Electronics... Uh, Consumer Elect... Oh, my God. Nice. <laughs> Consumer Electronics Show. There we go, words. Uh, that happened last week. And there was tons of stuff announced. Everything from, from cameras to laptops to tablets to Nokia phones and all the rest. But the three things that I picked out as being the biggest things of interest, for, for me at least, were new Samsung screens. So you might have seen that I have the Samsung G9 Neo screen, which is this big feck off screen up here. I have a Samsung G9 Neo. Um, Samsung, I've realized that that's probably a little bit too big for most people. So they've now announced a 4K 240 hertz 32 inch screen called the G8 Neo. That was one thing they announced. Elsewhere, NVIDIA have announced two new graphics cards, a 3050, which is only 250 quid, Nice. Uh, plus a 3090 Ti, which hasn't been priced, but the rumors are it's going to be about two grand. Obviously, these aren't scalpers prices. Uh, and then the other thing, the other thing out of the three things that that caught my attention was the PSVR. Sony have, have confirmed the PSVR 2. I mean, they confirmed it before, but they gave more details on the PSVR 2. So that was one of the things I was going to talk about at the end of the stream. Didn't realize it went straight into that with this article. So yeah, basically CES happened last week. If there's anything else that, ha that was announced at CES that you want to mention, feel free to drop it in the chat. For now, though, I will jump back into the article. Oh, there we go. There's my, uh, my, my list. Nice. That's not the article. This is the article. Boop. Okay, Sony to host a pretty big state of play in February, according to multiple insiders. The Times suggests it will show, uh, showcase, uh, the showcase will focus on the PSVR 2. Multiple sources have claimed that Sony will be hosting its first state of play showcase of the year sometime in February. There's no word as of yet what the focus of this showcase will be, but if sources are to be believed, it has the potential of being a big one. The source in question is Tom Henderson, who is a reliable source when it comes to information on titles like Call of Duty, Battlefield, and Halo Infinite. Quote, the current rumor is that the next Sony events uh, looks like it could be in February based on this month's media events and past PlayStation days, said his tweet. It'll probably be state of play, but it has the potential to be a pretty big one, in my opinion. Uh, this claim has also been corroborated by account NGT, who's been known to report reliable information on Quantic Dream. They were responsible for revealing images of Star Wars Eclipse days before the official announcement and also reported on the de uh, development of a title based on the Dark Sorcerer. Quote, it's coming. I will have a lot of information to deliver when it will be announced, replied account NGT to a question about the state of play on their timeline. 
As for the content of the showcase, it's doubtful that any of Sony's big first-party releases will be featured. Horizon Forbidden West and Elden Ring will be launching in February itself, and any information on God of War Ragnarok is probably going to be saved for a later date. Considering the ongoing buzz around the PSVR 2 and the recently released teaser for Horizon Call of the Mountain, it wouldn't be surprising if the showcase revolved around Sony's new VR headset and its offerings. The PSVR 2 was officially revealed last week by Sony. The headset will launch alongside the VR2 Sense controller, promising a heightened range of sensations unlike any other. The next-gen version of the VR headset will offer greater visual fidelity with 4K HDR and a 110-degree field of view. It will also feature an OLED display and a panel resolution of 2000 by 2040 pixels per eye. No launch date has been confirmed as of yet. Nice. Uh... Interesting. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I've just seen the link that Tito's just got rid of. What is it? Interesting. Duxy. What, what what you doing? What you doing? Um So yeah, there we go. PS VR2 potentially gonna be at the center. Oh, oh, let me kill my Slack. It's it's alive. Slack, Slack, end. Goodbye. So PSVR 2 could potentially, not confirmed, but potentially be uh, at the centre of a state of play if it is to happen next month. Uh, next month. What are your thoughts? Anybody got any thoughts? Anything you'd like to see in that state of play? Anything that you think it could be? Uh, see how much copy discussing now see this is where we miss bibby if you've never seen this before this is usually where i go bibby what are your thoughts so bibby can chat while i uh okay sony pretty big state of play in february is that gonna be yeah okay there we go nice nice uh thanks a million man you're welcome you're welcome wait ninja turtles in fortnite exactly exactly we'll, we'll get to that one we will get to that one whoa it's a good coffee so, Sony having a state of play in February, is that really a surprise to anyone? I would probably say no, if I'm honest, because Sony, like, you don't tend to get much from Sony in January. You will get some, I say, you don't get much from PlayStation in January. You tend to get Sony doing the uh, CES stuff, and that is, PlayStation is looped into that because CES is more of a corporate thing for Sony. CES, if you don't know what it is, it's one of the biggest shows in the world for consumer electronics. Um, that is everything from smartphones, smart cameras, TVs, I'm going to say VCRs, media players or any form of that to, through to graphics cards, to PCs, through to cars uh, and health technologies and all the rest. Um, so all the big companies in the world, including Sony's and Samsung's and LG's and, and anyone like that, they all have a need to put their TVs, their home entertainment, their theater systems and so on within these. And as a result of that, PlayStation can get looped in. But you don't tend to hear too much. Um, the fact that PSVR 2 got a little bit of showing was nice, uh, but that is kind of tech market slash... I don't want to say mainstream because CES isn't mainstream, um, but that's aiming at the tech market. Sony having a state of play the month after to to give that a bit more of a gaming input. I do I do agree with that. So this this article saying that there could be a state of play. I wouldn't be surprised if it's if it's entirely VR focused, but I also wouldn't be surprised if it's not entirely VR focused. This article mentions that Horizon Forbidden West and Elden Ring will be launching in February. 
that's kind of this that's kind of there's a need for Forbidden West to be in there, right? Right? I'm 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 am I missing a trick here? I mean, the, I know the game comes out in February, but why would it doesn't mean that you wouldn't talk about it in a state of play? It'd be this game is coming. Here's this new stuff. Take a look once more. Everyone's looking at the state of play. Half a million people usually there or thereabouts watch it live um on twitch and youtube maybe more uh watch it live on twitch and youtube as it's uh going out live that seems like the perfect time to have some horizon forbidden west and you can then tie that into call of the mountain which is the horizon vr game that came out alongside that so wouldn't be surprised if we get a vr vr centric state of play but with a lot more video game stuff around it as well. Horizon Forbidden West, I would expect to see in this stream. Maybe not God of War Ragnarok. Maybe none of the uh, the Spider-Mans and the um, the Wolverines that Insomniac are working on. I, 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 I doubt we'd see any of that, but but I can't see it just being VR. I think VR would be quite useful, but it would, would for me, mention Horizon Forbidden West. I mean, it might not, might not. It might not even happen. None of this has been confirmed, but... But yeah, State of Play could be coming in February. Uh, potentially looking at PSVR 2, potentially looking at other things, but we will keep you up to date as that happens. One thing that won't be happening, though, is E3. Well, the show will be happening, and we will cover that for you as we do. We'll probably be covering the State of Play next month as well, once we get the details on when that is happening. We do live watch-alongs of most industry events, providing the, obviously, uh, adhere to our schedule we are essentially part-time content creators so as long as it fits in with our schedule we will bring you the content so we will try to do some live watch-alongs for state of play but we will also do live watch-alongs for e3 and that is what pretty much everyone else is going to be doing because e3 has confirmed that e3's in-person event has been cancelled for the third year in a row posted by andy robinson at vgc this article says organizer blames risks surrounding covid19 for the latest cancellation no world on a uh, no word on a digital replacement Ooh. That's interesting. I didn't see that bit before. There is no digital replacement confirmed yet. Interesting. So E3's in-person event has been cancelled for a third year in a row. Organiser of the Entertainment Software Association has confirmed. In a statement, E3's organiser said that it made the decision due to ongoing health risks surrounding COVID-19 and its potential impact on the safety of exhibitors and attendees. It added... We remain incredibly excited about the future of E3 and look forward to announcing more details soon. There's no mention of plans for a digital event for 2022. Last year, the ESA held three days of live-streamed coverage to replace the physical E3 event, which you could have watched live on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. We were joined by the likes of Nico, by Shogun Ash Live, by Mr. Mr. Tassim Anvia and Ben Ward, both now of next-gen base fame. So we will probably have more content of that ilk this year. Uh, should that happen? Uh, jumping back into the icon, it says, the cancellation means that should E3 return in 2023, it would be the event's first, per, uh, first in-person show for four years. Even before the pandemic, the ESA was already facing significant pressure to reinvent E3 with several major publishers, including EA, Sony, and Activision, having abandoned the event in recent years and that was before 2020's cancellation after which many companies such as EA and Ubisoft enjoyed success running their own digital events commenting on a VGC report last year former Nintendo of America boss Reggie fils said that he believed the ESA needs to act fast if it's to save the historical games event speaking to Gamertag Radio fils said he saw reports about E3 going digital and wasn't infused uh, enthused should I say I have to say 
that what I read uh, read doesn't sound that compelling, he said. If I working for a day, I'll, t- I'll tell you how I would do it, he said. I do think doing this digitally is absolutely the right re- uh, the is absolutely right, and the reason for that is there are more than 60,000 people who would typically attend an E3. There are millions more interested in finding out what's going on, and executing an event digitally is the way to bring that to life. So that's the right track. Having said that, I think that the platform holders need to find a way digitally to enable their fans, their players, to experience the content because that's the key for E3, right? The ability to be playing The Last of Us Part 3 for the first time or to play the next Breath of the Wild game for the first time or to play the the next great game coming from the new amalgamation of all the Xbox studios. To play it for the first time is what's magical and the platform holders need to figure out how to deliver that experience to their fans during an E3-like digital experience. I think that would be huge. Amen. Mr. Fizemir, amen. Easier said than done. Uh, Copy. Discussing now. Paste. Boom. Nice. Uh, How long before you're back? We've got Babinho. This whopper can't read. Uh, How do you time out? Uh, uh, There we go. Get the fuck out of here. By the way, you clearly haven't been around here at all, Nietzsche, have you? Uh have you have you have you not seen Bib read? <laughs> There's a reason I read all the articles. God damn it. Uh get out of here. Get out of here. Get him out of here. Yes. Yeah, you can't post for one whole second. Enjoy that silence for one whole second. Um so yeah, E3's in-person event has been cancelled. Uh, it's not really a surprise. It's not really a surprise. I mean, we aren't set anywhere in terms of okay. I'm trying. I've got multiple different lines that I want to go on. We aren't in a world that is COVID-free yet. We aren't in a world that has run international events yet. We are in a world that has new variants of COVID coming out every five seconds. So I'm actually I'm actually more shocked that E3 has been cancelled this early because fast uh, rewind two years uh, ago, me and Bib were sat in the studio in January and February to March, and everything else is going. TwitchCon cancelled, Gamescom cancelled the esa were like nope e3 is going ahead this covid stuff it can't be that big a deal uh and then look what happened two years later oh shit so the uh, probably the most surprising thing for me is the fact that the esa have gone do you know what the event's not happening we'll just stick to the digital stuff that's that's the thing that i find most surprising because they dug their heels in and didn't want to let go that said, last year's show was pretty decent. Um, Xbox obviously made that. Um, without Xbox, the show was okay. There was some good stuff. Uh, Limited Run Games show was was really good. Ubisoft's... Uh, uh, ask Bibby uh, how he got on with, with Koch Media, by the way. That probably wasn't the greatest show that you could have seen at E3. Um, hopefully, Koch do bear the share, mind. Uh, that was their first try. They didn't really understand it. I think they probably learned quite a lot as a result of that. Um... But, um, yeah, I'm not surprised that it's been cancelled. I just hope that they figure out something for the digital stuff because it was it was a lot of, hey, look, watch this, which is fine. 
that that's fine but we do that you are doing that if you are here right now on twitch or on youtube you are watching me i mean if you're listening you're doing the same thing just not watching obviously uh on the podcasts i mean that is obviously but if you're watching on twitch or youtube you are listening and watching me give you my thoughts and opinions give you some information if i can do that then big studio heads and developers should be should be looking at how they can do much more than that okay anyone can watch something and just give thoughts and just garner opinions but how do we give them the experience if you go to e3 you don't just stand there while someone talks to you you go to pick up merch to get to get cosmetic items either physically or digitally you go to get your hands on actual controllers and play the actual game not just be told how you how you will feel when you play that game and that's the thing that's missing is the disconnect between okay microsoft boom world premiere and then you get like the new forza game not horizon but forza main game yeah great nice play it now on your xbox <gasps> yeah fuck yeah that sort of stuff we need that tying like from console enough uh, from the show floor to console there is a disconnect and that needs boxing off until that gets fully boxed off i don't think e3 will be quite what it could be um and 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 it's not e3 it can be done we've seen it with steam is it steam summer games fest steam winter games fest where they get like 200 demos of games all go out at the same time and that shows you that it can be done. The thing, the, the difference is though, is E3 is your mainstream headliners, your showstoppers, your icon games. Uh, whereas the Steam stuff is loads of indie games where they put uh, their their games together and release their demos at the same time. And that's it's the other way around. It's like tail wagging dog, dog wagging tail scenario. Um, the the way Steam do it, Steam give massive promotion to smaller developers that need promotion to get their game out there. So they put stuff together and give it to Steam. Put this in your in your Summer Game Fest. Put it with the other demos out there so that people can see it and get their hands on it. Nice. Whereas E3, it's Call of Duty. And Call of Duty's like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll market ourselves, mate. We don't need your show. So we're going to put our stuff out, but I'm probably not going to get you a demo made up for them because that doesn't tie in with what our plans are. So now nah, you're all right. And they go, okay, well, it's all right. We'll, we'll, we'll get the Elden Ring demo. And then Elden Ring goes, actually, yeah, we, no, we're not doing demo either. If Yeah, if we don't have to have a demo, then we're not going to do one. So then E3's alternative option is then to then go, fist on the table. You have to have a demo if you want to join in this show. And then Elden Ring goes, oh, 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 I didn't realise that was the case. If that's the case, then I'm not going to join your show. In a bit, mate. And then they just leave. And E3's like, fuck. Okay, we can't force them because they'll leave. And they're bigger than us. So we can't really... They own all the cards. So for something like E3, it needs to it needs to figure out a way to do what Steam's doing with the small developers, but at a much larger scale. Or, or I mean... It's not even the E3, it's the ESA, the, the Entertainment Software Association. Um, that is basically the the governing party in charge of delivering all of what's best for the industry. If they can't get all of the industry to pull together, is there really any point for the ESA? What? What? So, yeah, I am, I am excited for the fact that E3 is still here. I am excited for the fact that it's digital because this, this, it's very unlikely that we'd have been going to it this year anyway. We have been to E3 before. We went to the last physical E3 in 2019. Um, we w- would have been going to 2020, but then obviously COVID hit. So we are fans of E3. We like the physical show. And, and obviously you get to go to LA, which is nice too. Um, 
but I'm happier that it's 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 digital because I probably wouldn't have been attending the physical event this year, not with everything that's going on. So it's, it makes sense for them to make it just digital. I hope that they have thought it through, though, and it's not just a case of, do you want to just rent yourself an auditorium in Los Angeles and present to the internet? Because anyone can do that. This is the ESA. You should be helping Xbox and Square and Ubisoft and Koch and whoever to do presentations that give added value to viewers. That's what the ESA, that's what E3 should be bringing. If brands are having to pay to be under the E3 um, umbrella, that's what benefit they should be getting back. And if if Koch and Ubisoft and all those are paying into E3 and not getting that level of support, then what's the point? You can do it on your own anyway. So that, that's my thoughts. That's my th okay, let's jump back up. Let's jump back up. Uh, uh, I know, but after all, the cat in the hat box, you'll be a pro. <laughs> <laughs> I've been uh, reading my Resident Evil and uh, Elder. I actually need to check. Yeah, make sure. I had to check to make sure Nietzsche didn't lose his VIP then. When you time someone out, they they lose their sword of power, don't they? So I didn't know whether they lost the VIP badge. He still got it, though. Timeless is inevitable. Welcome in. Have you finished streaming? I'm assuming you've finished streaming. Hey, welcome in, dude. How are you doing? How are you doing? Um, okay, let's go back up. Duh, 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 duh. Graham's reading so far is making my reading look good, and I'm dyslexic. David, I've, I've, I've heard you read. This hyperbole, and then they shut the fuck up. <laughs> Didn't realize they did a crayon edition. Might invest. <laughs> uh, bib, elder, dot to dot. Yeah, imagine... imagine the mm. Mm, yeah, yeah. Bibi reading Resident Evil and Elder Scrolls lore books to the boy. Poor kid. Poor kid. Imagine imagine that in school, having to... I mean... It's, it, you know what happens when Bibi starts talking about Elder Scrolls lore and stuff on the stream? It, it, it drops out. Imagine that in the playground. Poor little... I mean, PUBG lore. Now that is... Yeah, well, same, same, same. Uh... Bib, hand the baby to the wife and come on stream. It, it, it did the other day, to be fair. Although it didn't even hand the baby off, it dual wielded. Like, it was it was good to see. Um, afternoon, sir. I have indeed, sir. Uh, someone needs to edit that drop and add a few more where Graham saying, move away, gets high pitched until only dogs can hear it, basically. In the move away! It was, it was, yeah. Do you know what? I, I probably would have got high pitched. It's only that. Um, grenades have a certain amount of fuse time so i only had the, the the up ramp i didn't get the peak so the grenade saved probably my windows microphones um no bib and no other makes graham something something go crazy don't mind if i do uh good after morning lake good after morning timeless so the news that we've been speaking about is that e3's in-person event has been cancelled for the third year in the row. That follows the first story of the day that PlayStation are probably going to be having a state of play next month. That is rumoured by at least two sources. Usually when you start to see those rumours, they have a bit of meat on the bones. Uh, no dates confirmed. And also, let me just add in the caveat that I think the same sort of thing happened last year uh, with state of plays, where we expected it in January and end of January and through into February and didn't it happen like March or something like that something similar uh, so yeah take it with a pinch take it with a pinch um Degnan all right treacle happy new year love happy new year I, I I got an extra paid hour of work because needle n row three <laughs> what <laughs> can someone decipher that 
I don't know what's I. I don't, I don't know, I can't figure it out. Okay, moving into the news. Uh, because, ah, needle number three. Ah, I had mine this morning at 10 to 9 this morning. So my arm is aching a little bit today. Oh, yep, it's aching. When I lift it up, it hurts. So 10, 10 to 9 this morning, I got my, my booster jab. Um, they will likely do one for Horizon in Feb. Well, that's one of the, the conversation points in that was that they won't talk about Horizon in that because it's out in Feb. But I was like, well, that's the perfect time for it to talk about it. Not not show loads, just the reminder that, look how cool this is, and it's out now or next week or whatever. But the rumor is that PSVR 2 has just been announced or given more details last week. Um, and alongside that, they announced the Horizon VR game as well. So that's the rumor is that it's going to be VR-focused. I said I wouldn't be surprised if they talk about Horizon in it, though. Grandson had his first brave, uh, f his first today, brave baby. Hey, how old is he? Bless him, bless him. GG's, little one. Nice, nice. Um, five. Oh, yeah. To, to to accept a needle at the age five. Balls of steel. Um, uh, and only three weeks until lots of pinball and beers in Warsaw and Krakow. Is it Krakow or Krakow? Krakow. I mean, we all we all like to crack off, but but yeah, yeah, nice. Anyway, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Uh, we'll jump back into the news though and kick up the pace because we're fifty minutes in and we have still got tons to go through uh, yet. This is written by Matt Perslow at IGN Nordic, shared by Mr. Lake in the chat. Multiple high-profile FIFA Ultimate Team traders hacked in the same week. This obviously happened last week. Um, but we weren't around to cover that then, so we've we've, we've paused that and uh, brought it back up again today. So high-profile FIFA Ultimate Team traders are being targeted by hackers who are draining their accounts of FIFA points and in-game currency. A number of the most prolific uh, FIFA Ultimate Team traders have been taken uh, have taken to Twitter today to not only reveal that they've been hacked, but also complain about EA's handling of the issue. It appears many of the top 100 traders have been targeted, including current top Ultimate Team uh, Team trader on PlayStation, Foot Donkey. Excuse me. The hackers are seemingly taking player gamer tags from the in-game FIFA leaderboards and using this to file a support ticket with EA in an effort to gain access to the account. By pretending to be the account holder, hackers have been able to successfully persuade EA to hand over the associated email address and reset password link, enabling the hacker to then rinse the trader's account of currency. Uh, Foot Donkey showed off the number of EA customer experience emails in his inbox, generated by numerous attempts to change the password. Bits uh, in it! Bits in it! Be there! Thank you very much for the 50 bits. Hey, good morning. How are you doing? Uh, good after morning, even. Good after morning. It's nearly 1, 1 p.m. in the afternoon. It's clearly not the morning. Uh, so, yeah, Foot Donkey showed off the number of EA customer experience emails in his inbox, generated by numerous attempts to change the password. Quote, people spammed the live chat asking to change my account details until someone, uh, some incompetent advisor finally gave them the account, they said on Twitter. While traders such as FootFG, Foot Game Breakers, Bateson and Nick at, uh, run the foot market have all reported that they've been hacked, Foot Donkey has posted numerous tweets expressing their disappointment in EA's security. I told EA live chat two times to add notes to my account to put that my account was being targeted by hackers and not to change any details, and they still did it. Uh, they said, nothing more I could have done, and to be honest, I shouldn't have to do anything. It is basic security, disgusting stuff. In addition, hackers who obtained Foot Donkey's email address have also used it to sign up to a number of websites, including pornography, blockchain, and movie sites. Essentially, not only have they sold items from their account, but are also harassing them with email spam. These guys are breaking GDPR laws, and they don't care, Foot Donkey said of EA. In the wake of this chain, uh, 
Change.org petition has been set up by Bobby Trading in an attempt to make concerns about security heard by EA. What? See, I didn't I didn't realize that that's how it was happening. I saw the headlines last week that big FIFA players were being hacked. Uh, I didn't realize it was just the EA were just giving the details over. That is shocking. Uh, let me update the discussing now. Nice. I'm well, Howie. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, love. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, I'm decent. I'm decent. I can't complain. It's my uh, first week back doing this. I am bibulous, so I'm. I'm. I'm ask, ask me in. Ask me in four days' time when I'm at the end of the week, and I've I've done a full week of scoops without any bib around, and I've still got another three to four weeks left to go. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I didn't realize that this is how it worked. So I used to work in a call center. Basically, when you work in a call center, if anyone's done it before, it's not only. Uh, horrendous <laughs> but it's actually quite it's quite deep uh, in terms of um you go through all sorts of lessons about um security and you go through so we did like role-playing scenarios where they're trying to get me to give information out so basically i'm sat at a computer screen they're talking to me and i've i've got to help them with their account so, and you don't know whether the person you're speaking to is a, a real customer or a fake customer uh, so you have to do the right stuff and giving them the right information uh and sharing but not oversharing, giving them information that they can use for fraudulent reasons and, and I know that's obviously, if you work in a call center for a bank, that's kind of important. But this is worth billions. FIFA is worth billions. People put hundreds of thousands into their accounts. I mean, I don't, but people do. So that's just the same as using real currency. You're just using digital currency. So for them to just go, yeah, fuck it, here's your, here's your email address or whatever. Is there no training there? Is there no comeuppance there? And... If that does happen, surely someone like Foot Donkey can go, actually, my ha account's been hacked and I can see that people have been using support. I want a record of the uh, communications that you've had around my account. I want to see what information has been shared. Uh, for them to not respond or to not really act on this is bad. Have they responded to this yet? This was four days ago. Has anyone seen a respond, uh, response yet? Has EA responded? Because I would be surprised if they don't respond to this. It's such a big, worrisome story. I would be heavily surprised if they don't respond to this because it's, it's account security. It's not something that they should do. It's something they have to do. They are legally obligated to keep accounts secure. So if they haven't responded to this at all, I mean, I wouldn't expect them to respond on the same day. I would expect them to respond quickly-ish because they have to but i would expect it to be a fully pr'd answer because it's so serious have they responded yet i, I haven't seen i haven't seen i would be interested to, uh, to see what they do respond with though uh if ea wasn't bad enough a uh, number of times i've been stuck at an impasse saying i can't discuss details until they confirm dpa uh, for them to say they won't talk to me as they don't know who i am yeah i just i've I, we've had that before we've had people like when we, when I worked in the call center, it was a case of most people would ring in, but occasionally you'd get pre-booked calls that where you had to ring out, and you're ringing people, and you're like, okay, I need your uh, need you to provide your details, and it's like I'm not asking you to give me stuff, I just need you to confirm certain characters of things. It's like, yeah, but you rang me. It's like I know, but I don't know that you're you. I've rang the number that was given, but I need to know that you need to access the account. It's like you rang me, and you want me to give you details. It's like I don't know what you want me to do, but uh, but. Uh, 
yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's different sort of together. Uh, they did a standard bot reply to the mirror.co.uk saying the usual is always two FA, etc., which was nonsense as it wasn't that. Uh, uh, do you know, I won't click the link. Uh, I will go from your summary of it. Because if you said just the usual, yeah, set up two-factor authentication to protect your account and stuff like that. If that's all they've said, that's not a response. That's PR. It's word salad. That's what it is. Yeah, chew chew down on all these words while we convince you that we've said stuff, but really we've not said anything. Uh, so it's, that is shocking. That is shocking. That I mean, I get it if this was 20 years ago. This is, we've had however many years of Ultimate Team and video games being an online situation. We've had things progress to the point of setting up 2FA, but if they can, if they're talking about setting up 2FA, but still giving account information away, it's, we understand that account security is important enough for us to help develop 2FA and, and deploy those onto our systems, but we're also just going to give out your details, so whatever. Everything is fine. Here's a new shiny shiny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Frustrating, frustrating. Anyway, so Ultimate Team Traders have been hacked. There's not really much more to say there other than that is shit. So if you if you do get hacked, hopefully you're big enough to draw attention to it. Because if the biggest guys out there are, are struggling to get any real resolutions or attention drawn to it, imagine what it's like if you've spent four quid on your FIFA account uh, and you have no social media following to get any uh, support from it. So it's shit. If, we, if the biggest is struggling, then imagine how tough it's going to be for the people at the bottom of that. That's not that's not good. That's not good at all. Moving ahead, though, we'll, we'll, we won't spend too long on this one because this is a similar conversation that we had in response to... Was it was it Cyberpunk? I can't remember if it was. There was, a, there was a conversation last year. If anyone remembers, anyone that was in the scoops last year that remembers, do feel free to get involved in the chat. There was a conversation last week, uh, last year, about a video game having, I don't know, was it 80 hours or something like that? And it was Cyberpunk, potentially. If it is, confirm. If it isn't, feel free to correct me. Um, and we had a conversation of, is that too many hours? Is 80 hours or 120 hours or whatever it was, is that too much to complete a video game? Well, if that's too much, then you're not going to play Dying Light 2 because Dying Light will take at least 500 hours to complete, says Techland. But a regular player should finish the story and side quests in less than 100 hours, so don't worry. Uh, so Techland has announced that it'll take around 500 hours to com uh, fully complete his survival game, Dying Light 2, says Vicky Blake at Eurogamer. To fully complete Dying Light uh, 2, stay human, you'll need at least 500 hours almost as long as it would take to walk from Warsaw to Madrid. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Lake, if you want to know how long it's going to take to walk from Warsaw when you're there next week or week after, whenever you said it was, 500 hours if you want to stroll to Madrid. Fill your boots. As long as the good boots that can take 500 hours worth of walking. Nice. Um, so note, it's about 100% completion rate. Most of the players who are in for story and side quests will be able to complete the game quicker. It will be, still be a solid experience, though. It added via a follow-up tweet a short while later. The tweet may not uh, have quite had the response the company was expecting. However, after the tweet racked up thousands of replies and quote tweets, many saying the, uh, the time saying the time to beat was off-putting. With one declaring, "I am one hundred percent cancelling my pre-order." 500 hours of complete bullshit is guaranteed. You cannot make a game this long without uh, an, a, a ridiculous amount of crap filler, end quote. Techland clarified that 500 hours merely applied to completionists. A further follow-up tweet said regular players should be able to mop up the story and side quests in less than 100 hours. Okay, I'll leave it there. I will leave it there. So I'll hit play on Dying Light just to give us a little bit of a look at it. Is this, is this a bad thing? Is this a bad thing? What, what do you guys think? 
I just want to open up the conversation that we had before. Is 500 hours to do absolutely everything in a video game a bad thing? What do you think? Is it more is more? Is it more is less? Do feel free to drop your thoughts in. Mr. T, uh, Polish pre-release game marketing outside of CD CDPR summed up. They don't fully get it or read the room. Yeah. Yep. I get that. Uh, Nietzsche says, if mine gets hacked, I'm sending the goths in with their pavement stompers. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, is if you're wondering why people are getting pissed off at, at 500 hours, 500 hours of content, that's a lot of stuff. It's, it's because not everybody has 500 hours. Not everybody wants to play 500 hours. Um, a lot of people want to be able to play a game in 20 hours, 50 hours, something like that. Uh, so if your game is 500 hours to do everything, it it feels like it's it's unnecessarily. I'll, I'll take this off now. We've seen we've seen enough of it. Uh, it feels like it's an unnecessary amount of filler content, and that is where people are worrying: is the fact that it's it's quantity over quality. You're not playing a good game; you're just playing shit, loads of shit. Um, and and that's where where the rub is. Is it shit or is it? value-added content is it shit that people don't need to do but what if you're a completionist and you want to do that but you don't want to do that and it's yeah yeah um a poorly planned social post i think it's fine to highlight the 500 hour thing uh, 500 hours thing but with the context that it's a completionist path uh if they if they really wanted to do that should have done one post and one asset that highlights that and other styles of playthroughs as well as their average times much better marketing angle keeps all types of players interested and don't compare it to walking from place to place i know and that's the thing is i mean don't get me wrong there's people out there that like walking uh but if you said would you like to walk from one place to and for most people Walking from Krakow to Poland is not something you can compute. That is inaudibly tricky, inaudibly dull for a lot of people. Something that you can't comprehend because it's so long. Uh, that's that's how long this game is going to be. It's such a bad uh, metaphor. It's this, and it? it was more of a similar. It's like. The, the walk or, or it's equal to whatever take you take your words metaphor simply whatever um the comparison is is not great it's not great at all it's it's something that's meant to be hugely interesting and inviting uh something that's meant to be engrossing dying like two a zombie game fighting for survival and they've started at krakow or krakow um and then gone, okay, we're from here. How cool. Let's see where we can walk to with 500 hours-ish. Oh, Madrid, that looks... Madrid's another cool place. Everyone will love this fact. And it's like, it's a cool fact. But no. <laughs> no, no, you've missed you've missed it completely. It's, it is a cool fact. It's one of those, like, that's that's what you put on... Um, what, what are they called? An infographic. That's what you put on an infographic. Uh the hours it would take to complete this is equivalent to walking from here to here, and you have some sort of little map, or it's this, the price of this game is the same as buying 27 sausages. It's, it's that sort of thing. It's infographic stuff. It's not... They are called freaking awesome subscribers. They are called freaking awesome subscribers. Aratrax, welcome back for 11 months, almost a year, baby. Let's go. Uh, just in time as well. Today is loot drop day, so we will be drawing uh, uh, the prize this afternoon. One person will bag themselves a game of their choice today, and it could be you. I believe that's what you won before, wasn't it, right? Didn't you win a, 
a game of your choice before or did you get a predefined one? But welcome back here, dude. Thank you very much. Um, too much. I love a grindy game, but come on. I mean, that's the thing. How many people have 500 hours in games? And then, uh, that's probably a little bit daft. On a podcast on Twitch about video games, there's a good chance there's a lot of us in here that have 500 hours in games. I have 500 hours in games. I have double that, quadruple that, probably more uh, with PUBG. Um, and then if you count my Pezzas and things like that, yeah, 500 hours is, is, is probably not hard for me. For other people, 500 hours is unobtainable in a lifetime of gaming almost. So it... <laughs> It is hugely off-putting when you put it like that. It's, 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 it's absolutely, it's not reading the room properly. And 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 if, like like Mr. T says, they'd have come out and gone, this isn't everyone. Uh, actually, let me just, let me get this added to the uh, discussing now, just in case anyone's dropped in. Uh, but, but... That's going to be too big. God damn it. No. Okay, comp. I don't even know if that's going to fit. Yeah, that'll do. We get it. At least 500 hours to comp. Leet. Nice. Nice. Um, but we get, into, we, we get into the realms of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That game has a lot of unnecessary grind that's just added a paywall. If if people see 500 hours, that's instantly what they think. If, if they'd have come out up front and said, okay, here's your three tracks. Do you want to play the game and finish it? Boom. 50 hours and you'll have had all of the content of the side missions yeah let's go uh, you want to do the side missions you want to do some okay that's that's 100 hours if you want to do it all okay you want to take everything you want to see every sight and sound you want to sniff every blade of grass in dying light 2 500 hours and you've got it all then people can see okay well I'm, i can finish the game and have a great time as that um but to start out at the 500 hours they clearly miss understand they think more is more and this is this is the issue with a lot of devs um is when it comes to communicating what they're proud about and and it should be something that the devs are proud of about they've developed a game that looks good that has 500 hours worth of content within it that is something they are proud about but because they are so proud about it all they're seeing is their pride and you see this with a lot of developers not all of them, uh, but a lot of developers, particularly the small to mid-sized ones, where they are not big enough to have massive PR departments and agencies, but use other, other uh, like in-built, in, in should I say, but they use other PR agencies and then don't really listen to them. We, I work for a marketing agency, so I've, I've experienced this before. Um, they know what they want and... <laughs> Pay for agencies, but don't listen to them. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if Dying Light 2, uh, the team in Warsaw, had consultations with PRs who were going, yeah, I wouldn't really say this. If, and they've gone, yeah, but actually, we are super proud of the fact that there's 500 hours in it. You should be. You should be. You've done some good stuff. But think about, how, yeah, but but it's it's our key thing that we've done. And it's like, okay, you've, I've told you twice now. I can't really say it again. I wouldn't be surprised if they've consulted someone, someone's told them the note, and they've gone, no, we believe it. It's gonna be ace. It's gonna be great. <laughs> and then they it was like, "Oh, what the fuck? Why, why, why do people like this?" Indy, in denial. <laughs> hey, what a name! Oh, thank you very much, Indy Nile. Thank you very much for the follow. How are you doing today? 
Uh, okay, let me jump back up. Let me jump back up. Um, a poorly planned social... Oh, no, I've done that one. Yeah, I've done that one. Uh, I also think it could put a lot of people off. It could be. 500 hours to complete the game is what it says. 500 hours to complete the game. Complete is is a multifaceted word. It's, it's, it's multifunctional, depending on what you believe. If, you've, if you go through the, the Last of Us story... That's it, you've completed it. You've not necessarily done everything. If they're talking to 100% every every little bit of it, that's not completing the game. That's, for me, that's not completing the game. It is, you completed everything in the game, but it's not completing the story. And and and, and they've not, yeah, they've not given enough information there. It's not good. Um, I won't win anyway, so no worries. Well, you didn't, you wouldn't have thought you'd have won last time but you did so yeah me in the division and division two i have easily hit that exactly 500 hours in new world at the moment game that's come out within the last year and you got 500 hours exceptional nice uh, so it's not impossible to do but having that as your headline stat but presenting it as your barometer for success is not the way to go. Uh, personally, if I was running their socials, wouldn't have done that type of social post. Leave the playthrough time to interview questions and properly thought out FAQs uh, that you can then share on social. Touche. Um, I'm glad it will take long to finish because I finished the first one in 12 hours with DLC in one go. Well, you know what? Now, just sit yourself down for a for a, a few months and you can just start playing it and finish it. Nice, nice. I mean, I don't know how many. Uh, Alexa, what is 500 divided by 24? Never mind. I like to stop. <laughs> Great. Uh, if anyone wants to do quick maths, 500 divided by 24, what is it like? For It's about 20 days, 25 days, 20, 20 21-ish days. Something like that. Oh, my Alex is dead. Never mind. And Alexa, stop. Shut up. Go away. <laughs> I imagine it's about 21 days if I'm... Somewhere, something like that. Uh, so yeah, three weeks of solid playtime. It took you twelve hours. It will take you three weeks to do the next one, um, which isn't a bad thing. It's just it's how you print it. Twenty point. There you go. So almost twenty-one days. I'll take that. Nice. Maths is okay. Uh, um, yeah. So down that two will take will take a shitload of time to, to complete. Not a bad thing, but the way they presented it is. If you want to play through a game that has all of the the bells and whistles and stuff, I don't. I, I I'm not against that. I'm not against that at all. Like having all of these extra things to do in and around the game to give people uh, a bit of churn. That, that's the thing. You can't design a game for trophy hunters because trophy hunters don't care about your game they care about the trophies that they get in your game so if you make it difficult for them to 100% your game that's 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 on them that's not what you're designing for you're designing for people that you want to play and have your game so if your game has a good storyline and has all the extra content around it that's not a bad thing as long as you've done it in proper ways if it's grind for grind's sake that's bad that's shit just to be clear, I am heavily against that. But if your game has a lot of content, and yeah, maybe some of it is repeatability, but it's enjoyable repeatability, then that gives you a longer shelf life on a product for something that was 12 hours last time. So I'm not against that. Um, I, it does make you wonder, though, if Aratrax has just said it took him 12 hours to complete Dying Light with all of the DLC in one go, is that something they've had a lot of negatives shared at them? Your last game wasn't long enough. It wasn't long enough. It wasn't long enough. So they're pre pre-mit uh, uh their, their remit should i say their pre-remit <laughs> pre-mit uh is to jump out and go ah oh, actually we've got all the hours it's not it's not just 12 anymore it's all the hours maybe that's it maybe they've gone out on the offensive to hit the the um 
the negatives of the last game, but just not done it in the right way. Either way, you could you could avoid this whole situation. Um, content, not busy work is fine. It is, exactly. Bam Wilson, hello again. Hello. Um, I don't know whether I'd, the stream had started up before um, you left last time, but I did see your message. I did shout you out. Hey, how you doing? Are you at work? Are you at home? What you doing? What you doing? Uh, for those that don't know, Bam Wilson is my mother-in-law, so I'll say hi. Hi. <laughs> um, next story, though. We'll pick up the pace. Uh, we've got this and one other story, so I need to uh, pick up the pace. We are over time already, so let me jump through these next two. This one is sad news for ads, as Andy Robinson at VGC says, that analysts predicts that Nintendo will skip Switch Pro for 2024 successor. I'm not convinced a Pro model is going to appear at all, says the tagline. That's a quote. Uh, so we'll jump into the body of, that, uh, body of the article. It says, a senior industry analyst has forecast Nintendo's next console to launch in 2024, with no Switch Pro model arriving before that date. Uh, Piers Harding roles of Ampere Analysis provided his predictions for the year in a new GamesIndustry.biz story, and despite recent reports that Nintendo could be planning another upgraded Switch, Harding roles does not expect Switch Pro to happen at all, he said. I'm currently expecting the console market year-on-year -year performance to be quite flat in 2022 as Switch sales decline and we come off what has been an amazing couple of years for console gaming, he wrote. Even so, Nintendo Switch family of devices will want once again, be the best-selling consoles in 2022 at around 21 million sold consumers, aided by the release of the Switch OLED. I'm not expecting a Switch Pro in 2022. We have a next-gen console in our forecasts for late 2024, so I'm not convinced a Pro model is going to appear at all. Um, Nintendo announced and released the new Switch OLED model last year with a 7-inch OLED screen. Okay, we can stop there. We can stop there. This is a conversation that has been bubbling. If you go back to our YouTube, exclamation mark YouTube, and look through all the previous videos, you will see that there's been a lot of 4K switches, Switch Pro, better battery life switches, uh, where we've been having this, this this discussion for like two years now. It's it's not fresh. It's something that's been going on for a while, the conversation around the Switch Pro. And it looked nailed on until we got the Switch OLED. That's what changed the conversation for me. Uh let me see if I can fit this into the discussing now. Okay, we'll just go for Nintendo. We'll skip Switch Pro. That'll fit in. Nice. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was always going to be 2022. Probably 2023 is where we would get the Switch Pro console. That will be the Switch, but with a bigger screen, potentially. Better battery life. Uh better processors, the ability to play bigger, stronger games, potentially. So you've got, like, your PS4 and your PS4 Pro and your Xbox One and your Xbox One X. They play the same games, but at better rates. So it was never a case of changing the Nintendo Switch to a different system. It was a case of playing the same games, but at better resolutions. Uh, load stuff faster, give you better draw distance and stuff. So we didn't see the things like Pokemon having poor poor draw distance. Uh, that sort of stuff would be eradicated by a Switch Pro. However, we got the Switch OLED last year with the OLED screen. And the rumors are that the OLED came and replaced the Switch Pro because the Switch Pro would have been held by the chip shortages that have held back for smartphones, cars, consoles, PCs, graphics cards. So they went for an OLED switch because that's something that they can pump out quite quick, upgrade marginally, um, 
and yeah, keep keep the flat, uh, cash flow coming. So after that, that made me instantly go, I think, oh, okay, they're not going to release a new console in 2021, at the end of 2021, and then release a Switch Pro, which is another upgrade to the same console in 2022 or early 2023. Uh, I wasn't convinced at that point. And it's, it's interesting to see the interest the industry analysts have now started to say that. There was no word that that would change. That's what our early thoughts were. There's no words that that's what would be happening until uh, Piers Harding rolls. We've referenced him many times before. I said we have, uh, VGC have, or other uh, news articles. We've then referenced those articles. So, yeah, no Nintendo Switch upgrades in 2022 or 2023 rumoured at this point. The latest analysts are saying 2024 and it'll be a completely different switch model <sighs> interesting uh uh in denial howdy he says sorry to pull uh, pull the topic back a smidge but what about game levels versus hours to complete for instance like PUBG, if one is an all-round natural shooter and can reach level 500 before 500 uh, 500 hours should they be allowed to comp uh in terms of to hours to, uh, should be, should they be allowed to complete it? Just just to confirm what you mean when you say comp there, just so I'm not I'm not getting the wrong end of the stick. Um, yeah, feel free to share. Thank you for getting involved. By the way, it's nice to see new names in the chat, especially especially good good punnies. Yeah, in denial. Are you interested in indie games? By the way, and if you say no, then you're in denial. <laughs> Of that. Um, so yeah, while you while you respond to that, I'll jump back to this. Uh, so yes, uh, senior industry analysts forecast Nintendo Switch to launch their next control, uh, console. Not the Switch Pro would be rumored, uh, but in twenty twenty four. I agree. I agree. I, I can't. I can't see it. I mean, ads will be will hate me for saying that. Oh, actually, I think that's the last story. That is the last story. Yes. Okay. Well, we don't have to rush. Then we don't have to rush too much. So ads has been saying 2023 uh, we will get the console. March 2022 we will get the announcement. Um, so if it's not announced in two months, then then ads' two-year prediction has been wrong. Uh, uh, that's my misunderstanding. I just saw the topic and assumed comp main competition. Ah, uh, no, it was co- it was complete. Sorry, yeah, it was complete. It was um, this. I'll bring it back up on on, on screen. Uh, boom! Dying Light Two will take at least 500 hours to complete, says Techland. So yeah, five hundred hours. Oh, I'm blurred. Five hundred hours to complete Dying Light Two. Find my face. Find my face. My camera's just not bothering. There we go. It's found me again now. Um. So yeah, it was it was that discussion. Dying Light taking five hundred hours to complete. Um. Is not inherently a bad thing, but the way it was presented, just it just puts it that the game has sacrificed content for graft. Uh, so you're not doing anything you enjoy. You're just doing labor for the sake of it, just just to give it value. Um, that's that's the connotation that comes with it, um, and people rightly kicked off about that. But that's not really what they're saying. They're saying that the, the, the game will take around 100 hours to finish, and then if you want to do all of the grafty bits, that's 500 hours. So so yeah yeah 
Yeah, nice. Nice. But that's it. Okay. The, the, I thought I had one more article left to go, uh, and I didn't, and because the other article was my list from CES 2022. The fact that we have new Samsung screens released, PSVR 2 has been announced, and we've had two RTX graphics cards announced as well. The 3050, which is the low-end budget, 250, uh, 250 quid for a 3050 card, and the 3090 Ti graphics card, which is about two grand rumored uh not confirmed yet so yeah that was it that's the news okay let me give you the full recap of the day so as well as those ces predictions we then spoke about the fact that sony has a state of play coming next month so if you're interested in sony games potentially the psvr2 february could have a brand new state of play from sony E3's in-person event has been cancelled for the third year in a row. It's going to be digital only. Multiple high-profile uh, FIFA streamers were hacked uh, in the same week, thanks to EA's dodgy security. Dying Light will take at least 500 hours to complete. Oh, I missed one. I did miss one. I did miss one. Okay, let me jump in this one. Someone did actually mention this, so I need to, I need to bring this one back up. Uh, let's put it full screen. Chris Scullin at VGC says, Fortnite will reportedly be getting Paramount characters, including the TMNT, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So a deal between Paramount and Epic has been agreed, it's been claimed. Uh, Paramount has reportedly signed a deal with Epic Games to bring some of its characters to Fortnite. Uh, that's according to Xbox era writer Nick Baker, who reported the news in the latest edition of the publication's podcast. I've been told that apparently Paramount has signed a deal with Epic to bring properties to Fortnite. The main one that I heard about was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming to Fortnite, which would be amazing, says the article. Um, he noted that Paramount owned such, owned such properties as South Park, Star Trek, and the upcoming Halo TV show, but stressed that none of these would be confirmed to have a future presence in Fortnite. So there you go. Also, did you see that Fortnite got Cobra Kai? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Let's have some of that. Let's have some of that. Um, but only when wearing my Fortnite. No, my uh, Cobra Kai hoodie and socks, please. Yeah, nice, nice. Uh, not that we've played Fortnite much at all. I haven't played it for probably a year now. Um, but I'm 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 happy enough to, to run around as John Lawrence from Cobra Kai or Ralph Macchio, aka Danielson. Uh, but that's it. I do like indie games, but shooters and racing are the games I always default to. Yeah, shooters for me. Uh, first person, third person story games. Uh, racing games, I've dropped off Dropped off the... I mean, bandwagon's probably a good phrase because you can race wagons, I suppose. So, yeah, <laughs> dropped off the race car. Uh, used to like racing games, but not so much anymore. Uh, I hope they have alternate skins for the 80s tur turtles for us all. I do, I do agree with that fully because if they give us this, like the full Michael Bay turtles, not a fan. And if they give us the um, the the weird sort of like Nickelodeon TMNT sort of turtles, not a fan. If they give us like these old school sort of turtleish, I mean these these are kind not not entirely there, but more like it. Then yeah, that's more my that's more my jam. Um, have you tried the new falls? I haven't. I haven't. Um, I did add for if anyone knows what next gen base is. Um, uh, if anyone ha uh, has a link to next gen base, then please do feel free to share it. If not, don't worry about it. Just go check out next gen base on Twitter, on the internet, or on YouTube. Uh, I said the internet. They have a website, obviously. Uh, next gen base is a video games news and reviews uh, website, um, and in their end of year game of the year content. It was asking me to give my games of the year last year, and Forza was in it with the caveat that I haven't played it. Uh, and that the reason for that is you can't put a game of, that you've not played in your game of the year stuff. Fact. You can't say a game's good if you've not played it. Fact. Um, however, it was in my game of the year conversation because I wanted to play it 
and I haven't wanted to play a racing game for about 10 years. So just the fact that Forza Horizon looks good enough for me to want to play that game, that's game of the wor- game of the year worthy for me, obviously. Ca- huge caveat, big asterisk. So I haven't played it. I have seen a lot of it, and it looks fucking amazing. So, so yeah, I, I'm interested to play the new Forza, g- genuinely. It looks good. It looks good. Uh, do you know I'll see if I can find... See if I can find it. Uh, actually, no, I won't. I, no, I won't. Let me see. Next. Is it going to be easy enough to get that? Next. Gen. Base. My internet's slowing down. No. no. Okay, I give up. I give up. I was going to give you the uh, the link through to uh, Next Gen Base's um, Game of the Year stuff from last year, but it's just, it's just, just take, take it too long. <laughs> That's my internet. So yeah, if you if you want to check check it out, they are at Next Gen Base on Twitch, at Next Gen Base on Twitter, and I'm assuming it's at Next Gen Base on YouTube as well. Check them out, really good guys. Uh, Mr. T, Asimtan View in the chat a little bit earlier on. He is part of the team, um, and we've done crossover content for the last few E3s and events and stuff. And the fact that uh, Next Gen Base now have the fact that uh, now that they have extra hands on team with Mr. T, we might even be able to do more stuff going forward around events and stuff, shared streams, core streams, and stuff like that. So we'll see. We'll see. Nice. Um, Tarkov are also experiencing a major hacker boost because of the new key card prices. They are farming uh, the course map because the cars, uh, cards mostly spawn there. Really? Uh, yeah. See, that's that's the thing. I mean, that's that's when you get full-on economy issues um uh like if if your games have unbalanced economies uh then it it can have real world issues uh like that there you go full-on farm setup um michael bear turtles (laughs) i've played every forza game Uh, forza resource and forza horizon 5 won ign's game of the year it should have it should have been in the conversation for game of the year but it wasn't even in the game awards game of the year conversation which is baffling which is baffling uh so yeah, it was just a it, it was in the conversation for best sports game, but not best game of the year. Strange, strange. Uh, that turtle figure looks like it's based on the original comic book uh, look of the turtles. Yeah, it's it's like it's it's like a throwback style, but not one of the original ones from way back in the day. Um, the cards sell for sixty quid. Woo! Yeah, I'm not surprised people are farming sixty quid for a, for a for an an NFT. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, calm down, calm down. We're not gonna have that conversation. Um, so yes, I am going to disappear. Thank you very much for everyone that has joined in for today's episode of The Scoop. Reminders, we are giving away a video game today. All you need to do is be a sub to the channel. If you're a sub right now, um, then you're probably going to be in it. Technically, subs expire at the minute that you did it. So if, you, if you're a sub at 26 minutes past, that's fine. But if your sub expires at half past then you're not going to be in the giveaway because the giveaway will be run at 3 p.m. today. So at 3 p.m., we'll do the cutoff. Uh, we'll, we'll export the list of people that subscribe to us on Twitch. We will then roll that and we will put it in the Discord. So if you're in the Discord, you will see the video where I draw that. I'll record it and post it straight in the Discord so you can see. We'll post it on our social channels too. To, to claim the prize, you need to join the Discord. So make sure you get into the Discord. You need to be a sub and claim the prize in the Discord if you win. Nice. Uh, but that is it from us. I am going to raid another channel, so stick around for that raid. We'll we'll pass on some love to one of our friends. I appreciate so many of you f- uh, for sticking around today. First day back, brand new schedule, not quite up to speed, only half the team, but you still turned up, which is beautiful. I appreciate you very much. Uh, 
what Nietzsche just won from the future? Yeah, that one. <laughs> uh, giving away PC games this time. Uh, yeah, any game of your choice this time. So it's game of your choice. So uh, as long as it's a standard edition of the game, no super expensive special editions and things like that. That's, that's the terms and conditions and stuff. So if there's a, a standard retail sort of price game on PC, on console, uh, on Switch, uh, we, we, we can get it. We can get it. None of the, uh, like I said, none of the uh, 75 grand special edition things that went through a, a, a fashionable thing a few years ago. Saints Row had like a 100 grand game uh, game or something like that. But yeah, yeah. Um, uh, they spawn into a map with their buyer. Buyer kills them with the amount of cards they paid for. Uh, they always find a way. Which, which... It, I bet they're thinking it's a victimless crime. You're just getting stuff that's available in the game, but it's it's yeah, it's the impact that it has on other people as well. You, you inflate markets, and there's, there's so much longer-term issues. It's not good. It's not good. But anyway, speaking about longer-term, if you want to get involved in our show in the longer term, we're only having three shows a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, all the way through January because Bibby is off on paternity. When Bibby is back next month, we will go back to the five days a week. But you can still help shape our shows between now and then. Get involved in the Discord. You can share any news articles around video games that you want us to discuss. Uh, so so in denial, talking about Tarkov, if there's any news articles on that and we want to talk about that, feel free to share that in the Discord. Exclamation mark Discord. Thank you very much for that, uh, Niall. Appreciate it. There is a section within there called The Scoop. Drop any links to any news stories that you have in there. All we need is the link to the story and your thoughts and impressions. I will then give you my thoughts and impressions, and we'll discuss it with the chat on the very next show, which is usually at 10 a.m.-ish on the next day. But it's not going to be the next day because it's going to be Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But you get that. You figured that out now, right? Right? Right. Beautiful. So, yeah, stick around uh, in the Discord. We'll announce the winner of the loot drop today. One final reminder before we go, though, as well. Exclamation mark, insert coin. We are part of the coin army. We have a discount code if you want to buy yourself some merch, like this Doom hoodie. This is an insert coin uh, hoodie. Um, we are also going to be streaming on insert coins channel this month. Not this Wednesday coming, but the Wednesday after, I believe. I think it's the 19th. Myself, and maybe even Bibe, he, he might even break out of his paternity period for that. It might not. It might not. It might be a one-man stream. We will see how we get on with that. But next Wednesday, we are back on Insert Coin uh, for one of our streams over there. So make sure you go follow official Insert Coin uh, to get involved with that. And as you can see, we've updated our code as well. ICU22. So if you did use last year's discount code, you can only use it once. Um... So ICU 21 is over. Oh, no, it's still there. It's still there. But ICU 22 will get you 20% off. So if you've already used your discount, well, you can get a new 20%. There you go. Use that. Nice. Thank you very much for the shout-outs and the socials, too. I appreciate it. Our tracks with the ish. Uh, awesome. I'm in South Africa, too. So good stream time for me. Is that is is it really? Oh, no, yeah. You're running like a... Is it like a couple of hours ahead or something? I play PUBG with someone from South Africa, so... so. Yeah, it's, it's, I I always thought South Africa was like like ten twelve hours away, but it's not. It's not. It's actually it's actually much closer than I expected. Yeah, plus two hours. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was like going to be like twelve hours, like full on Australia, New Zealand. But that is it. I will see you ten a.m. ish on Wednesday. Don't forget it's a double stream day on Wednesday. We've got the PUBG stream in the evening. So if you want to watch us play some PUBG on console in the evening, do come along from around six thirty p.m. I will be playing with Mister I Lotus UK with a DMR spray, uh, the Trigger Meister himself! Exclamation mark! Lotus in the chat. If you want to hear that alert, 
But if you don't, it's fine. It's up to weather. But yeah, two streams on Wednesday. But that is it. No streams tomorrow. Have a lovely day. Find someone else to keep you busy tomorrow. And we will see you back here 10 a.m. ish on Wednesday. Until then, Steve Rusty. Yeah.